So first off, I just wanted to thank everybody who came to Friday nights. I think it was Friday night, wasn't it? Yes. Friday nights, a night with an undie. Wow. Wow. It was, it was so good being in that space again. We hadn't done, well, we hadn't done that format before when we had previously held those nights um, at the North Perth Town Hall. It was pretty much everybody, you know, lying on a yoga mat or something and snoring for over an hour. Um, but it was, you know, over these last couple of years that Source was saying these need to be done in a different way because people need to understand the teachings and there's power in the words that are being spoken. And people need to be able to understand the stillness that is created is not created by sound or um, breathing or anything else. And so on Friday night, and like, you know, my students know people have been to events with me before. I go in without, like, I don't know what's going to happen, right? So that's the fun of it really. Um, and it was just an opportunity to allow what needed to come out to come out. And it's always such an interesting place of obser observing myself in a sense as to what comes out, what source wants people to hear. Yeah, and it was just fascinating feeling the room shift and um, speaking, but at the same time being shown and asked to work on those two people that they may not have known each other, but work on both of them because there was things going on for those two people that was very similar or being pulled across the room to work on you know, someone's body or someone's organ um, whilst I'm talking. So for me, I mean, that's how I teach anyway, and that's how all the techniques in peak healing have been given. There are over 50 now that have been given in regards to healing self. And you can use everything on yourself in peak, and that's the beauty of it. You can heal self, right? And at the same time, you can also use those to heal others. But it's in that flow of the energy and God, source, whatever you choose to call it, him, her, um, that this incredible energy flows. And it's been there since I don't even know how long anymore. And everything is just amping up. It's all escalating. It's increasing. And it was so interesting on Friday nights 
to go, I don't, I don't know how this is meant to look. I don't, I don't know going forward. Um, I had been shown having a few massage tables in front of me um, and working on those people, but just because they're on the table doesn't mean it's just for them, but it's also potentially someone in the audience. We didn't get an opportunity to do that because the space was too small. We were out of space and it was a little bit like barley. It was quite warm, I have to say. Um, but wow. Completely and utterly wow. And the stillness that descended on people. And they were pulled so deep into that state of no breath. You know, I call it no breath. You're still breathing in a sense, but it's so slow. It's so shallow. At some point, it actually disappears. And I know some people get a little bit concerned about that. And I know I've had people message me um, to go, I don't, I, I don't understand what you mean by no breathing. You know, that really scares me because, you know, when I was in my past relationship or past life, I always held my breath because of whatever was going on around me. And that's very different. That's very, very different. When we go to that place of utter stillness, utter stillness within, it's not a peace, right? There's different levels of peace, but there's such a stillness within that literally everything disappears. And on Friday night, I could see it shifting and changing and people sinking lower and lower. And so many m mentioned that they became aware of it when I asked them all to breathe. When I said, I want you to take a deep breath in for me. And it was in that moment that they realized that they were in that stillness state. And for me, I call that like the state of enlightenment, self-realization, probably more enlightenment, right? Because it's that state of utter, utter peace, connection, oneness. And that is a state that I try to teach people within peak healing, not to force them into that space or the state but it's through the work of peak healing that as we energetically shift things within our body and also within the layers, that we start experiencing this stillness state for longer periods of time. And so I found it beautiful that source wanted people to understand in that space that it's not about bringing people to that state through sound or breathing or whatever else we have, but it can be purely through entrainment in a sense, that if someone is in that state, that they can slowly bring about that state to others as well. And I always joke because, you know, you could be talking about anything. I could be talking about, you know, rubber duckies in a bathtub. Um, and my students can attest to that, those who work with me. Um, that I could be talking about anything. 
and it doesn't matter what you're talking about, it still drops you deeper and deeper into that state. But it's wonderful to be able to do it in person in a venue where you're talking about random things in a sense. It's never random because it's always guided by source, but it's so fascinating to see the shifts and changes and the dropping and the ceasing, the slowing down of the breath, of the heartbeat, of the nervous system. And then it gets to a space where everybody becomes one. And it's like a coherence. Yeah. And it's such, such a beautiful space to be in. And it's the space that I want people to know that is available to them. And it's not something that is outside of yourself. It's not something that you you force. It is something that is there that we just need to uncover and unlock in the most gentle way, in the most gentle way. We don't hype up our nervous system to try to break through something, to bring up the traumas, I don't like using that word, but the things, right, so that we can break through it. For me, in the past, that would have never worked because I was already in such a heightened state. I didn't know I was because I thought that was normal. But I didn't need something else to push me further into a heightened state to try to bring something up or through. I needed something that was gentle. I needed something that had would peel back the layers for me to understand that I didn't have to be strong or hard or push myself to the edge to be able to find that gentleness within me where I could be myself, where I didn't have to have this facade, where I didn't have to lie to myself all the time in a sense. And so it was really wonderful to see people on the Friday night leaving and then, you know, we've still been receiving messages going, I still have this no breath state. I don't understand it. But that is the way that we're meant to live. That is the state of presence that I'm trying to get people to understand and to teach them how to get there through peak healing. So it's been such an amazing journey and being able to do that event on Friday just sort of showed me where potentially this, these events will take us, will lead us to. And I've always had this vision of having thousands, thousands of people in an auditorium all being brought into that stillness space, in the space of no breath. And what healing can happen in that space. Because the healing that happened on Friday night was just unbelievable. The things I could see in people's bodies, how they shifted, was just incredible. And I give such thanks to 
source, God, for directing it all, being the conductor. And, you know, peak is not about, and what I do is not about religion. I'm not, I'm not religious. But it's teaching us, teaching us that we have this thing within us that everybody can achieve. And we just have to get rid of the roadblocks that stop us from getting there. And we don't have to try and break ourselves in the process. We don't have to try and push ourselves so hard that we don't feel good enough. I think so many of us need a gentleness within our lives because we don't have that every day. And we can't give that to ourselves. And so what peak healing is trying to do is trying to change the face of healing. And for people to understand that with simple ways of doing things energetically, we can shift things to bring that inner stillness state that starts to last longer and longer and longer and longer and longer. And that's the beauty of this work. And, you know, we get asked all the time, you know, is it like this or is it like that? And do you do movement stuff? Do you do breath work or do you do work with the chakras or do you work with the meridians or, you know, do you do symbols or do you call in, you know, masters and this and that and work within entities? We don't do any of that. We, we don't, none of that has ever been taught. Um, and as I was going through my stages of healing and as Source was showing me this work, I tried to Google what was going on for me because I thought I was going cray-cray, like seriously cray-cray. And I was always shut down, completely and utterly shut down from researching anything else. So I guess that it could maintain its purity because it's a new way of looking at things. It's a new way of understanding life. It's a new way of healing in a sense. So, you know, we've had a lot of calls with people and it's been fantastic that people want to seek a little bit more clarity about what they can do for, you know, their own journey and which pathway is right for them. And so I really want to thank you for those, uh, for those of you that have uh, booked in a call with Chris. And Chris has been with me since the beginning. She was the very first person that was ever layered, as we like to call it. Um, and then everything went from there. But we've set the website up in such a way that it gives people different entry points and peak has always been the journey about healing self, right? And most people always come to peak initially for either themselves or someone, a family member, but we've always said to them, it's also really about you. And people go, but I have nothing to heal. And it's like, but healing is also about self-growth. I'm not saying you have to come to peak because you don't have or you have trauma, right? It's not about trauma. It's about healing and self-growth. 
where can you end up in this lifetime? Yeah, the growth, the growth of self energetically. And we all, we all have a responsibility to do that for ourselves. So don't think that you have to come to peak to fix something. It's not about fixing anything, right? It's about shifting the energy and growing that, making it vibrate at a higher frequency then your reality changes in response to that. So what we're trying to do is create entry points for different people. And the first entry point, it's not necessarily you can go a different entry point, but we just thought we would put the module one, which is the foundations online, but also in person. So that if you're overseas and you can't travel to where we are, you can still learn it online. And module one is literally what I was taught and shown to get rid of my post-traumatic stress and my anxiety. So module one will teach you the foundations of energy, the flow of energy, how to understand it, how to feel it for yourself. Go to that space of core, which for me is that space of inner peace. Yeah, it's not the heart space. It's deeper than that. But then you also get shown how to find your own layers of self. And this is not the aura. This is nothing like that. This is completely separate. And also how to work in your own layers. Yeah, to bring about really rapid shifts. But also we show you how to work on others. So module one, and you know, people go, oh, module one, then you know, I have to learn so much more. If you only ever learn module one for yourself, you have a really, really strong toolkit for yourself and your family. Yeah, I need to make that really, really clear because it's super, super powerful. We don't leave you high and dry. It's literally teaching you everything that I was shown. So module one, I don't know what else to name it, right? It's always been module one because that's how I knew how to teach it from other stuff that I've taught. But module one is not just the basics of going, I'm going to teach you about energy, give you a book, and then you've got to do it yourself. It's not like that. Module one is literally the online component, teaches everything that we taught in person over the two days, and it gets you to be involved in the practical side of things. We're very, very hands-on in our teaching. Everything is really practical and hands-on because it's not about just learning. It's about getting people to understand the power of themselves, yeah, and that you can help yourself but also help others. And so we've got the Module 1, and remember we've got the Module 1 in Perth um, on the 25th and 26th of March, places are filling up for that if you're not in Australia or not in WA and you want to be live streamed into those two days then please email us or sign up and then email us and then we can live stream you in because the module one is also about teaching you to work online now you do not have to be in person to work with with anyone and all the techniques in peak whether they you see us working hands on the body can be done on yourself, but also off the body, right? There is no limit to what you can do when it comes to energy work. If anybody says that you have to do something on the body, doesn't understand energy work. Because energy work is more powerful when you are in a state of presence. 
And you're able then, when you're in a state of presence, to do anything that's on the body, off the body. You do not need to be connected to the body of the person in front of you to get the changes. And we prove this over and over and over again in some of our workshops, our advanced healing workshops, which is literally students that have done courses with us come to an advanced healing workshop and we just wait. And then new techniques are given. given. Literally over the two days, I am literally teaching as it's coming down. And we show time and time again, like shifting energetically the sacrum. Yeah, when it's a particular lady had, I think she'd fallen off a horse years ago and she continuously had issues. And then we were showing particular sequence of moves and one of the students working on her was saying, Anandi, um, I don't know if this is right, but I can feel the sacrum is completely out of whack, like it's pointing off to the, to the left. And I said, let me have a look. So literally the, the pelvis or the sacrum, we know the sacrum goes like that, but energetically it was going off that way. And so I taught her literally, this is what we do, just do this. And literally as we straightened it, the person felt the shift. Now you can't make that up. Yeah, the person wasn't even aware that I had spoken to this person about it. And there was a physical shift, physical response in the person as that happened. So if you understand energy and you have a teacher that understands energy, they will be able to replicate all those things off the body. Off the body. But it all comes down to your state of presence and your knowing beyond knowing. Yeah? So we were taught in the last workshop, in the Advanced Healing Workshop, about the brain planes as well. And that wasn't on the body, that was off the body. But the brain starts to shift and starts to realign and it was absolutely incredible to see the sense of focus and the change within person. And now some of these students who've been, who were present at that workshop have used this on clients online. And they've had significant shifts. And so what I really want to show people is that energy work doesn't have to be on the body. You don't have to touch the body. Yeah. And even if you had a person in front of you, if you just gently wanted to connect with them, you don't have to stand over them. You don't have to connect your heart to their heart or be in entrainment. If you're being brought into a state of presence, the connection is already there. And often it's even more powerful than if you were to think about, I have to be connected to this person because a sense of doubt will then potentially creep in. So when you're in a state of presence, that energy flows, the bandwidth expands. So what I mean by bandwidth is that if we're not in a state of presence, and I talk about uh, all the colors of the rainbow, right? So as, as you're in presence, you literally can run the bandwidth of the rainbow. But if we're not in presence, we run maybe two or three colors and running, that sounds, sounds wrong, but you're getting my drift, right? The bandwidth does this. 
Yes, you'll still get change. Yes, you'll still get healing. But the healing won't necessarily be complete for that person. Or you're just completely focused on fixing the thing, right? Whereas when we're in presence and that bandwidth is really wide, whatever flows to that person goes far beyond what we can imagine. And then that healing becomes complete because it goes deep within the layers, but also deep within the physical vessel. Yeah. And so if you were working with someone and you still had this thing about, I need to connect to the physical vessel, I need to put my hands on or just be off the body. If you feel the need to connect, then just gently touch. That is all you need. That all, that gentle touch, it doesn't even have to be pressure, it could just be you touching, sets up the connection. We do not need to be touching the physical vessel to create dynamic healing. We don't need to touch our own body to create dynamic healing. Although when we're sitting in presence and we do the work with peak healing, it's always coming from the state of presence. First and foremost, because what we want to do is open up that bandwidth. Yeah. So when you heal yourself and working on yourself, we want this bandwidth to be as wide as possible. So as much healing that can come through can come through that bandwidth. Not what we're thinking about and not what we're feeling, not what we're expressing. And that's why in peak, we don't come from a state of heightened. We don't push it. Yeah, we don't push it because then the bandwidth does that. We want to come from a space of presence, of stillness, first and foremost, so there are no boulders in the way for whatever needs to be brought down. And I'm not saying calling anything down. We don't call anything down. It's just sitting in that bandwidth of source. And from there we do the work. So our primary focus is always to be in presence first. And I always say that it doesn't matter how, how long people or students have been with me. I'm always like, don't forget to go to core. Because in core, that bandwidth does that. Automatically, your nervous system calms down, your brain shuts off, and then you can work through the layers or work through the body or do, you know, one of the 50 techniques, which does so many different things as well to support what's happening in the layers. As we work in the layers, the body starts healing and shifting. And all these other techniques that were given were to allow the physical vessel to heal even more rapidly. And yes, whenever we do the work, it will affect the meridians. It will open them up. It will open up the chakras, but we do not use what other techniques use. Peak is just given as peak. Right. And for me, it's the beauty of that, of getting people to understand that being in gentleness, which is ultimately in source space, the expansion of, is the place where we can lead ourselves to when we do the work. 
And that goes back to Friday night's healing or Friday night with Anandi. It was getting people to understand that that space that they're in and quite a few people are still in that space is the space that we're meant to live in where the mind is calm and in between the words there's nothing. Yeah, so things that you do then rise from a state of presence, not from a state of reaction. And the same goes for the nervous system. It's completely calm. So even when stuff is going on around us, this is still regulated. The nervous system is still regulated. And that is presence. And that's what we aim for within peak. And that's the thing that brought me into a state of presence. There was nothing else. And it was so simple in a sense. I didn't have to talk to myself. I didn't have to relive my trauma, my memories, because they just came up energetically. Yeah, unless maybe some thoughts came up in my head when those life moments came up. But I learned that if I didn't focus on that, it wasn't about the stories. It wasn't about my stories. It was about releasing, calming, initially when you're in Module 1, calming the dense things that are in the layers to dissipate the low vibrating energy and shift it into a high vibrating energy. And then the body and the mind and the nervous system and your soul changes. And I found it so healing in a sense because it was like, I don't have to relive my stuff. I don't have to break myself and push myself to the limit to try to break through and bring something up because all that's really doing is heightening my nervous system. But it's not, it's about being gentle. We don't have enough gentleness in our lives. And I've said this before, I don't know if I would have accepted these teachings had they been harsh, had they been pushing me to such an uncomfortable space because I was already in one, right? And most of us are. So it's been such an interesting journey. Anyway, back to, so that's the module one. So if you've been thinking about it, um, the spaces are really filling up now, so we're going to be thinking about potentially closing that off soon because it's really important for us to um, give a, a lot of one-on-one -on -one time for people as well so that they get it. Um, and then we also put the module one to three online for those people that maybe want to learn a little bit more. And so module two, there are about 11 or 12 different techniques. And then in Module 3, there's a little bit less because you have the seven-part sequence of releasing life moments, and that is, like, insane, right? Um, so when people think modules, it's not just like, oh, there's a couple of things. It's full-on. Like, there's so much information. Um, so that's, you know, if people can't come to workshops or they're overseas um, or they want to dive a little bit into... The work of peak then that's a great way to go as well 
Um, but we also have the, the five-day intensive coming up in June. And if you're looking for healing, or if you're looking at delving really deeply into the teachings of Peak, then it's a great, great place to be. It's full on. Like, it's full on. I'm not going to deny that. The healing that happens in that space is just mind-blowing. And in that space, um, we get access to Module 1 to 4. Right? So we're trying to next step, next step, next step, right? So Module 1 and 3, like I've just explained, Module 4 is starting to work more on the human body and do like body jiggle and we're doing this and that. And there's a whole bunch of stuff. And I think, I can't remember how many techniques there are in that. Um, but the beauty about the five-day intensive, and it used to be seven days, but we've taken it down to five because we want people to learn Module 1 and Module 2, which has got that 10 to 12 things in or whatever, before they come. So the thing that we found with the balance between online and in-person was that getting people to come to the in-person space with knowledge has been an absolute game changer because so many people go, oh, I just want to learn in person, I just want to learn in person. And we've done that for years, right? But what we found is that people can only take on five to seven bits, five or seven bits of information at a time. And if you have ADHD or you get bored really quickly in class, you know what that's like. That's maybe one or two bits of information. And it kind of goes in one ear, in one eyeball, when it comes out the other, right? And the next thing you write in your notes, and it's not anywhere or anything as to what we actually explained. So what we found was that doing things purely in person, even if you had notes, people interpret them in a completely different way, yeah? And so many people have different ways of learning. You're either visual, you're auditory, or you're kinesthetic. And so if we were teaching something and you're, you're kinesthetic, which means you like to smell, touch, feel, you need to go away first up and replicate what you learned, right? And then potentially the, audit, the, the, the visual person may have forgotten what they saw in order to replicate it when they swapped over, right? So people go, I need to learn in person, I need to learn in person. The thing is, we've been doing this for years now. And for me, it was always about how do I create this so that people can replay and relearn and understand so that they remember the techniques as they have been given, not their own interpretation because the beauty and the strength lies in how it's been taught. So when we were pushed into creating online modules due to the pandemic, because we couldn't fly anymore, it's now brought this beautiful space of either learning completely online and we teach everything online as we would have in person. So I teach everything on Chris. I teach first, then I show how to do it on Chris. So you can also do it on yourself or someone else. But now, because we can go back to doing things in person, we now call it a hybrid, a hybrid way of learning. You can still do everything online, absolutely. You can even get certification. 
completely and utterly online if you wanted to, or if you wanted to go on your own healing journey, you can do that as well. But the hybrid version, which is also module one in March, is you learn online, some of it online, and then you come and you learn more in person. Because in that space, particularly if you want to go on that healing journey, it's really important to be able to get feedback. In saying that, I'm probably going to confuse people, in my Pathway to Peace program, where people get to work with me, that's pretty much the only place you get access to me, except for my Absolute Consciousness program, people get access to me and able to ask me questions on their journey. And so the Pathway to Peace program is a self-healing journey, but also that spiritual growth, self-development, where you get access to, and we've pulled techniques from all the different modules, we're up to module seven now, and put them together, and it creates this program for people who want to go on their self-healing journey but want access to myself and Chris. So that's been super powerful. But if you're wanting the healing experience or you're wanting the hands-on experience to say you've never really worked on people or you just want to be in that space where the energy flows and sources there and it's just an incredible space, then maybe the intensive is for you. Um, so I've probably confused everybody now, but I'm trying to explain this the best that I can. Um, and then I need to clarify for people that people have said, but I don't want to become a practitioner. And it's, it's twofold. If you want to come on your own journey for yourself and your family or just for you, then any of the modules, any of the programs can be done just for yourself, for your healing, for your spiritual growth, for your self-development. If you want to do certification, if you already are a massage therapist or a coach or a psych or whatever else, and you want another tool on your belt, then we have the certification program, which is modules one to five, but also includes the intensive. Yeah, whether you live stream from overseas or somewhere or you come in person with us, that is part of it. But we also have a business component where we help you to grow your business to become the best practitioner that you can be. I've been in business for quite a while now, um, so I teach you my skills um, and how to become the best practitioner. How do you get your name out there? How do you keep clients? How do you know how how to get people to talk about what you do so that they come. Results-driven, has to be results-driven, right? So we have this beautiful smorgasbord of options for people. Um, and I'm really excited about what is to come, creating, you know, shifts for people that they have not potentially experienced before with other stuff that they've done or they're wanting to go one step further or they want to explore their spiritual growth with me and Crystal um, and then you can do that as well. You don't need to have any knowledge of anything to come on the Pathway to Peace program. That is an application only. You need to do a call with Chris um, and we keep that a very small container because it's very, very personal. It's very close-knit family. Um, 
but the changes that occur in people across all the modules, doesn't matter what they do, is, is just so wonderful to see, so wonderful to see. So I hope that clarifies things a little bit um, because we've had a lot of calls with people going, I don't know which programs for me, um, but have a chat with Chris. Each person is so different. Each person is so different as to where they want to be, what are their goals, what's right for them. Maybe peak's not right for you. Yeah, maybe you're very um, entrenched, in a sense, in a lot of the other stuff that you've learned, and it may be really difficult for you to potentially lay some of that to the side and go, I'm just willing to walk into this by putting things to the side and just exploring this new way of learning. Some people find that really, really difficult. And so we say, just, just stay with what you know. If that's been working with for you, you don't need another tool on your tool belt. Yeah, And maybe this tool is not the right tool for you. So we're very transparent with that because I want to maintain the integrity of this. And it's really important for me for people to see the fit, yeah, that it is the right thing potentially for them. And even if they only ever do module one, and it source has this wonderful way of saying that even if people just do module one, it allows me maybe to give them as much as they need in this lifetime for the next thing. And that really made me sit back and go, wow, how true is that? And that is even potentially a night with a Nundi, right? Is that people may not do anything else. They may not ever see me again. But I always equate that flow, that bandwidth to, let's say, a monetary value. And that if I can bring them to that stillness state just once, how do I know Source is not going to give them a billion dollars? And that is what they need in this lifetime for them to move to the next thing. And for me, that's an absolute honour. And when I was shown that, it changed things again for me to go, it is really important for us to have these as modules so that people can take a bite of the cake as much as they want to. And maybe in that space, they will receive everything that they need to receive because that's what Source wants, not what I want. And that's huge, and that's huge. And it's powerful because I go into that space and I see things, and I get told things about people but it, it is of no consequence. I don't focus on it. I don't go, oh, there's that lady over there and she's got, you know, kidney issues. I'm going to focus, get rid of it or whatever. It's, it's not even that. I'm shown and I, and I just step away from it, right? Because in a sense, it's greater than all that. It's greater than that illness or the disease or whatever else is there. 
And so being able to be in that space with anybody, even on my courses online, to get them to understand that this is bigger than themselves. And that is ultimately why peak was given. Peak. People evolving in every country. Why was it called peak? I don't know, but no one can pronounce it. We used to call it piak. Because we didn't know how to pronounce it. But anyway. But I just thought, again, I didn't know what I was going to talk about, but hopefully this you know, gives you a little bit of clarity as to uh, if you've jumped on the website. But like I said, if you want to talk to Chris, and you won't talk to anybody else but Chris, because like I said, Chris has been there since the day dot. She's seen my changes. She's seen the information come down live. Um, she's been at every single workshop, event, everything. So when you're talking to Chris, you're speaking to someone who understands all of it. And from you know what Chris and I talk about, it's we want to honour you. So we're never going to say to you, oh, just come, just come, because it may not be right for you. Your journey may be you continue what you're doing and that's all you need to do, right? Or some people just go, I just want to go on the self-healing path and work with Anandi and Chris in the Pathway to Peace program because that's lifetime access, lifetime access, which is amazing, right? So I don't know what you want for your life. I just want you to have this incredible peace that I feel and that people who came to a night with an idea woman potentially you felt off the YouTube channel to know that if you do the work you can have that but you need to do the work you can't just allow other people to do it for you or my YouTube channel to do it for you because if that goes down if YouTube goes down right you need to be able to take yourself into that space by calming or releasing or yes you can put a shout out and that's one of the big things in our community that I really push and push and push and push you cannot do this alone and we have this wonderful community that people post something and go hey I'm having a really off day can someone just connect with me 10 minutes 10 minutes 20 minutes and it all shifts instantaneously and you're back to that even keel and that's healing Healing is about community as well. And that's what we've really always pushed in, in peak, that you can't do this alone. You can't do this alone. So it's really, 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 really important. Thank you for listening. If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to help support the podcast, please subscribe and leave a rating and review and please share it with others. To stay up to date with the Nandi Sanu podcast and get all the behind the scenes content, you can follow me on Instagram at Anandi Sanu and on Facebook at Anandi Sanu. Thank you again, many blessings, and I'll see you next time.